Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! What's up, After Buzzers? Welcome. We are so excited to be here. We are going to be talking The Family, a new show on ABC. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. This show already has our heads in a tizzy, so I just hope y'all are all ready. <laughs> I'm your host, April Wissenhant. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, basically everywhere at April Wissenhant. Where can they find y'all at? Hi, I'm Abby Vega. My Instagram is underscore Abby Vega and Twitter AVega5. Very a confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Different names. You're cool. I have a number in mine as well. Hey guys, it's Nadine Della here, and you can find me all over at Nadine DP and the number three. There you go. Cool. So, what uh, general thoughts? Whew. This show is just, I mean, my head is it's going, nuts. going to explode over it. There's so many different possible scenarios that could happen and I mean even in the preview for next week they're like you'll never guess what happened and I'm like okay I probably won't that's You're right. like exa- when they did the preview I'm like I already assumed that I was not gonna yeah yeah so my mind is wild right now <laughs> I'm so happy that ABC has this show right now and I really think it's gonna take off and mm-hmm. I think it's not gonna be one of those that flops because now we're gonna be reviewing two episodes and yeah. I think both seeing two now not just the pilot mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's going to be a good season. It's not just going to yeah. flop from, from what I feel. So. Well, we were saying right before we started shooting that we're already ready for the next episode. So it's just going to be one of those, like, constant nail-biter shows that I'm going to get so mad at throughout the season. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. I just want more. Yeah, I know. I feel like they're going to leave cliffhangers at, like, every episode and leave you wanting that next episode right away. Oh, yeah. So. Most definitely. So the premise of this show is about uh, the Warren family and their son, Adam, who was taken 10 years ago and the whole show does flashbacks to from then to current time and they it ended up being they accused the neighbor or the neighbor his name is Hank was convicted of murdering him actually even though they only had circumstantial evidence but now Adam is back. He's back. <laughs> he they he like showed up in a convenience store and said I need a ride and I guess that was a very trusting stranger because they apparently <laughs> drove him to the police station. Um, but Adam is, he's not necessarily the main character per se, but he's what the show is about. And he was eight whenever he was taken and I guess was kept in, what would you even call it? Like a cave a, almost. Yeah, like a bunker. A bunker, yeah. Yeah. Um, Underground. Where it was kind of like, it reminded me of like a, like a water, like a an old a water well, yeah, sewer a well. era. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Like where they're, yeah. 
I don't know. It was so, very interesting, very scary, very, you know, not, not place you want to live for 10 no, years. No, exactly. Not at all. So we'll just say that. But. He, so he said that this man kept him there, this man that had holes in his face from, mm-hmm. like, basically acne scarring, I guess, and that he would see this red dragon whenever the door on the ceiling opened. And I'm thinking, whenever he said that at the beginning, he's talking to the detective, I'm like, okay, the, the kid is... He's just a little bit off his rocker at this time. And, of course, he has reason to be. But I'm thinking, like, he saw a red dragon? I know. I thought that, too. Well, because we have to think he's 18 now. So he was 8 then. And I could almost imagine a kid saying that. But to me, it was a little tough to hear, like, the Mm 18-year-old be like, I saw a red dragon, and it was breathing fire at me. Yeah. I mean, his perception of things are just totally off. He's thinking, like, a a 9-year-old, an 8-year-old. But I'm just still just questioning. Like, I just, this whole episode, both episodes, I'm just questioning whether or not he's genuine. Is it really him or not? You know? And so the whole time while I'm watching, it's very hard for me to, like, kind of be compassionate about what he's saying or how he's feeling because I don't know if it's an act. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to feel so bad later. I know. Oh, if, I know. if I'm wrong, like, <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, well, I'm your horrible person, Nadine. Like. But there are so many things pointing to us believing that it's not him because, mm-hmm. like, he can't remember anything and or he remembers some stuff. But, you know, like we, see, we saw in tonight's episode with Danny, his brother, he's, like, going around and he's asking him questions about things that he can see happened in a picture. Like, oh, did you stop playing football because you broke your arm? Oh, you got the taillight fixed. And we even see him, like, going in the kitchen and, like, opening the drawers and saying, like, I don't even know, plates, napkin, or whatever it was. And so it just seems a little... Something about it seems a little fishy, but then I'm like, okay, wait, this kid is faking it? I don't know. I know. Something about him is definitely off. Yeah. But I don't know if, like, the show, like, is wanting you to... That's obviously what This you is what question. they want. Yeah. They want oh, this yeah. reaction yeah. from us right now. Yeah. So, I don't know. Something's off about him, though. Yeah. Just obviously, though, he's been... So you don't know if he should, like, contribute it to that or if it's something else. Right. You know? Because anyone who's locked up for 10 years is going to be off. Of course. Mm-hmm. So... I also think the mom in this situation is a little off herself. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is, or her character's name is Claire. I personally love this actress because she was on Game of Thrones, and I'm obsessed with Game of Thrones. Um, but she, at the time where Adam was taken, was doing like her very first run for city council. Now we know in present time she's a mayor, wants to run for governor, and she does definitely seem like the loving, doting mother, of course. But now we know she's a bit different. Her husband even describes her as kind of like a machine, which are, it's how p- politicians are described a lot of times, mm-hmm. I guess, because they just you know have one goal and they do everything kind of to go toward that goal. Mm-hmm. But something with her seems a little off yeah. too. But I can't quite put my finger on it as much as I can with him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of her right now. No, I'm really not either. liking her. I don't really like her personality. I think it is all for show. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like you said, a machine. I think that's a great word to describe it because she doesn't know when to turn on or off that whole political side. Mm-hmm. And you see her being genuine. You see her being, you know, with her family. But I mean, she was even in the in the first episode. Her son, he just he just asked a question. Um, Danny just asked the question of whether or not their little brother actually came home. If this literally is him or not, legit or not. And she just said, you're just a drunk and are confused. Right. You're just a drunk, you're confused, leave it alone, I get my perfect family back. And so I thought, it was like, oh, I get my perfect family Mm -hmm. back, now I can run for governor, like, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just like, come on, honey, like, this is what you're thinking about? Like, he just came home after 10 years. And it's a little... 
I mean, or it, it seems like they're going to want people to think that it's a little convenient that he just so mm-hmm. happened to come home. Well, he didn't just so happen to come home, apparently, but that he did right around the time where, oh, she's going to be making this huge run for governor. And just certain things like we saw in tonight's episode, which we'll go over tonight's episode in a lot more detail than the first, but she even like locks the closet because he has to sleep in a closet. and she, But she's just kind of freaking out. So I get that side of her being like, I want my son to be normal, normal. Yeah. and I don't want him to have to feel like he needs to do these weird things, but I don't know. Something's just a little off. I feel like she's um, just using this to like her political advantage, like her and the sister both. Yeah. I think that's all they're really worried about, so I think that's part of like why she wants him to be normal is because she wants to be portrayed as this perfect family. Mm-hmm. What I thought to be very interesting was the fact that he happens to come back into the family's life right when she's going to consider running for governor. Mm -hmm. And he left the family's life right when she was running for city council. Yeah, it's like convenient. So it's just very interesting that I don't know what the connection is. That's why I think possibly there's some type of setup happening with needing her to be in office. And somehow with the missing child, it's, it's what is sort of leveraging her to, you know, get with, uh, to have the emotional attachment to the people and they want her to run, you know, all that right. type of stuff. Yeah. I don't know, I just found that very, that was very interesting. It's convenient. Type of correlation, yeah, very, correlation. very convenient. Yes. So I don't know what to attribute that to, but. So then we have her, or her, his, Adam's dad, his name is John. Yes. I almost forgot it for a second. <laughs> I'm thinking Danny. Um, and I like John. My I do too. the fact that he's definitely been doing some shady stuff for a long time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But he seems very genuine Mm -hmm. to me. And he, you know, of course is distraught whenever Adam is gone. He's the one. So Adam went missing whenever he sent the kids to get ice cream and then Danny left to go make out with his girlfriend and then the sister ran after him and then, boop, Adam's gone. Um, but he, we learned that the dad has been having an affair with the detective who was on the dun, case. Dun, dun. Scandalous. <laughs> and maybe some other people knew. Not maybe. Some other people definitely yeah, knew, including yeah. his family. And he is an author. He's been on a book tour for a while. And the only thing that's a little iffy about him is that I get, you know, families and every person handles a, such a loss like this in a different way. But he seems, I mean... As much as we're saying, like, the mom maybe kind of capitalized on him going missing or him coming back, I mean, he got it. He wrote a book about yeah. it. And, I mean, he capitalized in his own way, I guess. But I don't think, to me, there's nothing fishy about that. He was just writing about his grief. Because we see him talking to, like, different grief groups and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I like John as I of right like, now. I like him, too. I think he's my favorite so yeah. far. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just your t- typical dad that went through some type of tragedy, horrible tragedy. Right. And I mean, you can, I mean, even see in real life now, when you look at, and I'm sure they base it off this, couples that go through something as devastating as this. I mean, I can't blame the guy for, you know, kind of straying from the family in a sense, especially when right. his wife. He doesn't want to be in the spotlight. Like, I don't blame the guy, all right? Yeah, you fell in love <laughs> with a detective. I know, it's yeah. shady, it's an affair. But, like, he hasn't really been connected to the family in a while. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, and I, and I feel for him, too, especially now that he's expected to put this face on. And he's the only one, too, that he's like, why are these cameras here? Yeah, right. What's going on? No, like, our son just got home. And mm-hmm. also, when, like, they he first saw his son in, in the driveway, and he was going to go run and, like, give him a hug, and they're like, no, save this for inside. Because well, all are you kidding me? Like, right. he needs to hide yeah. his emotions, or he just hasn't seen his son in 10 years. Like, I get them ooh. wanting it to be private, of course, Valid. but then it's also like, are you not going to have your 
the genuine emotion right when you see him. Like, yeah. sure, it's not ideal for an entire camera crew yeah. to be there taking pictures of this moment, but it's also a little weird to be like, okay, let's hands in 10 years, let's wait till we walk yeah, in the door. Yeah. I'm not like, going to no. hug you yet. I'm going to wait till her, yeah. So I get why he is the way he is and why he's right. acting up the way he's acting up. It's just right. totally validated in my head, so. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Now, someone who's been kind of keeping tabs on dad is sister Willa. Mm-hmm. She is, um, he, he, the dad described her at one point as like being, you know, super religious and going down that road, which she didn't necessarily see. Well, she did. We see her confessing um, at one point, and she even says, this has been my first confession in, like, however many weeks or days. Then she's like, but my first true confession in 10 years. That was a great line. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, she is just such an interesting character. I'm really excited to see how the writers really develop her more and stuff. Um, and I just feel like with her, it's just like her whole life, it's something, for whatever reason, maybe it's because she's she's the middle child or something, she feels like she has to prove something t- to her mother. Yeah. So I feel like that's a lot, and like now we obviously see that she's the right-hand woman to her mother as well, she's a top advisor to her, her mm-hmm. PR girl, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so it's basically like she's willing to do sort of anything to kind of protect her mother's image is what I'm sort of getting that sense or to right. prove something to her mom, you well, know? We see in tonight's episode where um, she's confronting or asking her dad to do this sit-down interview with the entire family because they want to do like a, you know, Meredith Vieira, Diane Sawyer type interview. And she basically, she's not threatening him. It didn't come off to me initially as threatening him. I don't think him, so either. But basically she was like, you know, he said, I don't want to do this, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, I used to do some stuff that I didn't want to do either. Yeah. And basically that when she was a 13-year-old kid, she would discover all of these texts in his phone and his emails, and she would go through and delete them because she didn't want her mom to find out. So it's almost like, even though that's kind of shady, I liked that aspect of her character. Like, let me do something to protect my mom. I don't really know what's going on. So, But it also makes me think that she's willing to do a lot to mm. protect someone or to get someone where they need to be. Yeah, she's shady character. Yeah, yeah. she, she is. is a very shady character. I think she has the most and shade around her right now, period. Yeah, yeah someone actually like made a comment to her, I think it was in the first episode, um, when her mom when Claire was talking at like a press conference, something about like, she's the politician, when did you become shady or whatever? Mm. And she kind of it wasn't like a big moment, but now thinking about it, it kind of like foreshadows her as a character a yeah. little bit because she is kind of shady. You yeah, know? definitely. Oh, totally. And I kind of disagree with you when you say that she didn't come into the conversation with her father with John like being threatening. You think I think so? she knew because in that scene, she, you see her standing there and looking at him while he's on the computer. He doesn't know she's in the room yet, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Okay, she's buckling up." First thing she does when she sits down, she already has this story in her head. I feel like she already came up with it. She already had it in play. She yeah. knows what, and her mom told her, you know what the right things to say always. True. So what's going to get him to do it? Basically a little blackmail. Yeah, she got emotional because it is. It's something she did when she was That's 13. her dad. But too. it was something that she brought up and she purposely planned. So I think she was there to be threatening. You I know? think it was, to me it came off as, I guess like the ultimate goal would have been a threat, but it came mm-hmm. off like she wanted him to know, I've done a lot of stuff for you, so will you do this for me? me. Yeah. I really did. That's why I believe her when she said she was asking, but I think, of course, she was willing to go to the, like, well, if you don't do this, yeah. then I will say this. But that's also confusing because 
the mom clearly knows that he's been messing around. Maybe she doesn't know with who, and maybe she doesn't know for how long, but, you know, there's a night where he doesn't even come home, and there's the conversation where she's like, well, at least you weren't doing it alone, talking about his book tour. So she also knows, so why would she really care? I'm confused by that, too, because... um, yeah, the mom, like, definitely knows. I think it's – and why would the sister want to expose that? Because that doesn't make the family look good. It would probably end up, you know, causing her mom to not get elected yeah. as governor. Well, I think it's it's the issue is that it's not just a random woman. It's the detective. The detective right. on the case. And he cares about the detective. And so if the mother finds out – she finds out, mayor finds out that it's the detective, he, mm-hmm. she could potentially ruin the detective's career. It could be something handled internally that could go bad for the detective. Right. You know what I mean? And, and probably – Probably the investigation, too, just because, like, messing with, you know, that's not supposed to happen, which there wasn't much of an investigation, obviously, because they just blamed it on the neighbor, Hank. Yeah, but more so the investigation, I think it's just the more personal side. That's why he would be invested, because he's clearly, like in love with this woman. You know, right. he really yeah. cares for her. And she loves him. Um, I know. Yeah. I kind of like it in a weird way. I yeah. Should have. That's so I, terrible. I, like, knew right when they had their first interaction, I'm like, they have something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's I, like, I'm here for, for Adam. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, they yeah. totally have been you know? doing something they shouldn't be doing. <laughs> Kids, like, getting crazy in that investigation room. <laughs> Very romantic of them. Yeah. But. <laughs> oh, goodness. So we have the sister. We also have brother Danny. And Danny is very skeptical of Adam because of the way that he remembers or doesn't remember things. Um, And he says, I forget what the first kind of thing was that he was like, oh, what? But multiple things, like we said, happened throughout the episode to make him think, oh, maybe Adam isn't who he says he is. Yeah, it was a sailboat. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he so didn't know how to deal with it. He didn't know what was going on with it because he was right. playing with it and stuff in the bedroom. Yeah, what do you, I have to ask about yeah. that. What do y'all think the significance of that is? Just like that it was his favorite toy or something like that? And the fact that that's what they found at Hank's. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anything like more to it because they show it a lot and like. Right, so it's got to just be like, oh, that was his favorite thing to yeah. do. Yeah, it was like make those little ship in a bottle, whatever Yeah, you I think, yeah, he was just excited about it. I don't know, when you're a kid, you get, like, on these kicks, it's like, I don't know, building bikes or yeah. destroying, whatever. His was building these sailboats. Yeah. So that is a big thing. And mm-hmm. so, and I really love the character of Danny. I oh, think me too. He's my favorite, I think, of the, out of all the characters, mm-hmm. just because, yeah, he's a little crazy, he's a little hot mess, he's an yeah. alcoholic, whatever, <laughs> you know, people go through things. Yeah. But I think he's the only, like... One kind of like maybe you have to be a little drunk enough to kind of see reality straight, right? Yeah, in a way, you know. No, yeah, I like um, Danny a lot. And yeah, I mean that's totally valid. You see your little brother, like you should know, like you were obsessed. You he was going to Hank's house to have Hank teach him right. how to do the sailboats too. And you're gonna forget that. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you should also be thinking about when you're probably. I mean, I don't know what you should be thinking about. When <laughs> right. You're trying to catch him ten years, but I'm sure it's something that's not gonna be lost. So yeah, exactly. I find myself like agreeing with everything Danny does, mm-hmm. and like when he questions things, it truly makes me question them too. I'm like. He's right. Right. It's like a valid thing to question. But it also, he's kind of getting in cahoots with this little reporter. Her name is Bridie. She's a reporter at the... Uh, Red Pines Tribune, and she I just smell trouble a yeah. because this lady, was or this girl, was his girlfriend in high school and was the person who he was making, or Danny was making out with whenever Adam went missing. And so she now works with this newspaper and is trying to kind of get the inside scoop and is clearly doing things to, 
to get him to talk to her. She even, like, did the diversion where she paid the guy money to kind of be like, hey, girl, what's up? Yeah. Um, And I don't know. I just almost already feel bad for him because of how bad he's going to be duped. How badly, I should say. Yeah, I don't think there's any good intentions with her. Oh, no, yeah. And I I get nervous that he's going to start liking her, and then he's going to find out that, like, you know, she's using him. Well, they did it in the bathroom, Yeah, I guess he does like her. (laughs) I mean, you know what just came to my head, though, as you you were speaking, is the fact that he was making out with her the day that Danny went missing, Mm -hmm. and now she's very invested in this and wants to see, is there some type of correlation that she was a part of it, or is it just, like, a part of the, I don't know how to die until right now, (laughs) was she a part of whatever, maybe there's a bigger plan out there for what happened, and she was a divergent mm. for him to, like, not keep the eye on, Ooh. you know, well, for Danny not to be focused that day. That's very possible. Yeah, that it's, is. It's got to be something bigger. Like, it, I don't think this is going to be the show where we're like, the sister did it. Yeah. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be, like yeah, that. I don't think so. Yeah. Right. But she, I don't know. I just already, she's going to yeah. break little Danny's Yeah, heart. she's she's bad news. Yeah, bad, bad news. news. <laughs> I know. Uh-oh. Another bad news person, maybe, is Hank. So, like we've said, Hank is the accused slash convicted murderer, actually, mm-hmm. of Adam. And he has been in a little trouble before. He was, he's a, um, whatchamacallit, I can't think of the word right now. Sex offender. Sex offender. There wow. That just went out of my brain. <laughs> so he, um, he was convicted a long time ago for some kind of act in a park. Who knows what it is? Mm-hmm. And he's been in jail all this time. So whenever he gets out, the court's going to pay him $30,000 for every year that he was in jail. And the kind of fishiest thing about this is that he made a, or he confessed, but, you know, obviously we know that he was coerced or he, the detective um, had other information on him. We even see her questioning him and she like shows, oh, well, I have your computer and look at this child pornography that you've been watching. And so basically it's like, if you don't let me help you or if you don't do this, then they're going to go after you. You're going to get the electric chair, even with no evidence. But the, and we talked about this, the weirdest thing or the most kind of damning thing for Hank is that he cleaned his garage with a bunch of bleach. Yeah. So, of course, I mean, you have the sailboat that may or may not have been planted in his dresser, whatever it is, and then you have people seeing him at the rally, and then the sister seeing him earlier, or Adam leaving Hank's house that day, and then you clean your garage? Okay, there's if they have no other suspects, then of course they're going to go after you. Yeah, well, I think he was just completely terrified, you right. know? It was just one of those things where you need to try to find someone that did it, and he mm-hmm. looks like the best guy, and you're going to try and get that confession out. And I know maybe it wasn't the detective's initial, like, wanting to have, like, a fake confession. Obviously, right. they obviously thought it was him um but I, I think it's very interesting that he did confess and i think we see in episode two when um john confronts him about it and it's like if you didn't like why did you lie if you right. didn't lie we could have possibly Found been him. closer to the truth mm-hmm. and so i'm thinking okay maybe he was just scared and then he lied or now because this whole conspiracy thing is in my head <laughs> i'm thinking because he has danny's mittens we find he mm-hmm. has danny's gloves he's he clearly watches danny all the time you know danny comes over in the morning before mm-hmm. school back 10 years ago so it's like is he a part of this too now is there right. is there something more to this you know he wasn't just the sex offender neighbor that sometimes looked at no he like was holding personal items of danny yeah it's just, yeah not I danny, feel like... adam sorry i'm using oh, that's danny okay. I didn't adam, notice. <laughs> sorry everybody we'll get the hang of it next episode yeah. i feel adam. like hank 
I, I don't know how I feel about him. Like, I don't, like, dislike him. And I think something is going to happen between him and Nina because he's kind of given those looks because she's the one who put him behind Heck bars. Yeah. So he kind of, like, wants revenge or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think something big will happen with him, but I just – there's so many options. <laughs> I've definitely watched too much Making a Murderer because I'm like – why would you ever confess when there's no body and do this and this and this? I think he definitely confessed at the time because he was afraid he didn't want to die. He doesn't seem uneducated per se, but he also doesn't seem to be the most educated person in the entire world. So if someone says, I have this evidence and I have this evidence and I have this other information on you that's basically going to ruin your life if it comes out, what else are you going to do? Are you going to take this where you can say, oh, you'll spend, you'll be in jail, but we won't kill you? Or are you going to say, oh, well, take the chance, but you know how it's going to be. It's a child that's missing. It's a child that they think is murdered, and you're the only suspect. Yeah. So it's almost like I understand him being afraid, but I also think that Hank was definitely up to some shadier stuff than that because why did he have a canister with... Adam's mittens, like hidden, keeping hidden, hidden in the ceiling, yeah. like very tucked away. Right. Yeah. And I think we we see the scene where Adam is over there before school, uh, trying to, or he's helping him make the little ship, and he definitely seems to have, you know, a sort of affection yeah, for Adam. He definitely does. So it's like, was he just up to? shady stuff with Adam and actually didn't really, you know, do anything as far as, like, keeping him? Or was it just that he happened to be a friendly neighbor that maybe, you know, had some tendencies in his brain, but no one necessarily knew about that with him, obviously. But it's also weird that Adam was keeping... I just thought of this, that Adam was keeping it from his family that he he was was going going over there. I think he kind of probably... To me, I think he kind of liked the attention that... Because Adam... Not Adam... Yeah, yeah, Adam's the one. Yeah, yeah, oh my gosh, Adam. the names are all like so just like common names. I, I get them confused. <laughs> John. But I feel like in the flashbacks, they kind of portrayed him as kind of an oddball kid, mm-hmm. I thought. And I think Hank is the same way. So I think they're relatable. Yeah. Or in you, a sense. Yeah, well, you never know if Hank possibly ever had a conversation with Adam saying, hey, make sure like you don't tell anyone you're coming over here. You right. never know that type of thing as well. Or he True. may have known, like, well, mom and dad won't let me go over to play in the morning before buses, so I'm just not going to say anything before right. I get on the yeah. bus. You know, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah. And does Hank know right now that Willow's the one that framed him? I don't I think, think he knows. He doesn't have yeah. an idea yet. So That's I mean, going to come out. Because I sure. was thinking when she was inside the house mm-hmm. and she was planning the sailboat and she ran outside, he was on the second floor and he heard the front. He could have looked out the window. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I thought, That's too. what I was thinking the whole time. Like, she just, it's not like she hid in the bushes for a little bit, you know, right. went the back way around. She just sprinted right into her house. So I'm wondering if he's now going to just, like we said before, plot this whole revenge against her now. Right. Who but knows? So how, about, how did they get the evidence to even go in there and see it and find They the didn't touch on that. They must have just found yeah. something. something. Or maybe the yeah. garage. Maybe. Something about Hank, though, I, like, feel bad for him. I don't yeah. know. Like, even besides, like, the fact that he's, like, this sex offender and whatever happened years ago. But I just feel bad for him. Yeah. I don't we know why. Ten years yeah, in jail it's just like I feel so awful, but I feel like he's gonna do something to like get back. I don't feel bad for him. He creeps me out. Yeah. I'm very creeped out by him, but I'm glad you have sympathy for him. <laughs> I do. I have sympathy for him because I have none. So no. There's zero sympathy on my. But no, I mean, he's a very interesting character. Yeah, very interesting. And uh, it's gonna be. I mean, all these characters are now that we're talking about. It's just we know so little, but also mm-hmm. a lot more than we think, and so it's very hard right now to sort of judge all of them. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, it's either he was just a pawn in the game 
or he's actually a part of some bigger thing. Picture, so. yeah. I felt bad for Hank until the moment that John and him had that conversation in the grocery store because John walks up and he's like, I don't know if you know me. He's like, of course I know you. You basically put me in jail for this long. And he says the weirdest thing. Oh, he's yeah. like, don't feel bad for me. I didn't feel bad for what happened to you. Every single day, I was I was wishing that I had have killed him and that I wrapped yeah, my that fingers was... around him and squeezed the life out of him. And it's like, okay, that's a little intense. but That you was know. so yeah, that was... graphic. Yeah. yeah, he was. That's why I it's weird that because <laughs> I get it in the sense of almost like I wish I would have done this crime if I'm but I don't it's just weird it would be different if he didn't describe it the way he did like he's if he was like I wish I would have taken him if this is you know mm-hmm. what's gonna happen but he's like you know yeah, squeezing he, the light yeah and, I don't know it just shows the anger it shows yeah. how much built-up anger is inside and it's really just setting up his character for you never know what he's gonna do yeah right you know and I think that was a great little scene there just to show that that he has resentment Clearly, you have resentment for the family. But at the same time, it's not the family's fault either. Right. Yes, the family was blaming you and saying it was you, but it was because they found evidence. It was because yeah. the detective, all the work that the police department did. But right. this type of anger he has just seems a lot, I don't know, it's it's, it's too much. So right. It's setting up for something that's going to happen. Definitely. That's why I think maybe he saw Willa leave. You know, the house. I feel like maybe he's so. had you off. So maybe that's what he's been, like, you know, pondering the whole time. Who knows? Yeah. Someone I definitely think he's going to go after, like we said, is Detective Nina, our last kind of, like, main character. And, you know, we know she's been up to some stuff with John, but she also seems very much, like, into the investigation in the right way. It doesn't seem like she's, you know, we said, obviously, she went after him, but without anyone else to go after with anyone pointing a finger in any other way, then what are you going to do? And we even see her say to John later where she's like, you should be, you know, you should hate me. I'm the one who stopped the investigation because I thought that I was right and I thought that I had the guy. So I think she's definitely going to be a huge part of this season and especially not just with the investigation but also with their family because, you know, we saw in the uh, preview that, Claire's going to eventually uh, confront her and, like, are you sleeping with my husband? Well, it should stop because I'm running for governor. Yeah, Yeah, that's, like, I feel like that's why she would care. Like, she's, like, I don't care if my husband's cheating on me. I just don't want people to know about it. Right. Yeah, exactly, right? That's, like, her character, I feel like. But, Mm. yeah, I think Detective Nina is a very intense character. Yeah. And you just see her, her, I mean, her first scene on camera when she's trying to comfort, you should be kind of comforting the family when they're all arguing right when he goes missing. Mm -hmm. She comes in as sort of like, I don't know, like very uh, aggressive, very just kind of rude to the family in a sense. But something they needed, though. They needed, like, like, stop yelling at each other. This isn't going to solve anything. Mm -hmm. Um, But the way and the tone and how she did it, and then later to see that she moved up to detective, I was like, this makes sense. This is how she kind of, you know, you got ahead. And so to see her kind of break down to John after yeah. is kind of, I don't know, it, it's nice to see that side of her a little bit too. I agree. She played a lot of parts mm-hmm. in uh, tonight's episode with the investigation because she is just driving down the street. I think this actually happened in the first episode, but she's driving down the street and just coincidentally sees <laughs> this like oil field or something like that. I forgot what it was where you see these like giant flames shooting out of a building. So she started this huge investigation of everyone searching through the woods and you know they come across a cabin where it's just like two kids smoking pot in it. Yeah. <laughs> that line was funny. She, she's I thought like, it was legal now. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, 
incredible. Only in certain states. Yeah. <laughs> I love um, too. They they include some humor into the show. Yes. A few lines that we saw with Danny too. He just cracks a few jokes. But right, it's we're, great. I like. We're gonna it, need it though because this yeah. show yeah. is so intense. So oh, we're gonna yeah. need like a few light moments. A few, like, I feel like. Haha, okay, kids. Yeah. Keep yeah. smoking. <laughs> Keep smoking your weed. Sorry. There you go. Um, but her chief ends up calling off the investigation because he's like, we have to support the city. Like, I can't have all my men out here. But she keeps it going and discovers this, uh, the cave, whatever type thing, bunker. Bunker, And yeah. as we see her run to her car to call the police for a backup, it blows up by this creepy man who we saw at the end of episode one. Who has was, the holes. He has the holes in his face. He basically looks exactly how Adam described the man who kept him. And also, why else would they continue showing this man unless he had some something to do with it? Mm-hmm. We see him watching her as she's like going throughout the woods, and he's definitely the one who blew it up because you, even at the end of the episode, he's like filling up the gas tank and doing all kind of stuff. So, yeah. Is he the person? I don't know. I'm excited to see what he has to do with everything because they're showing him a lot, but he hasn't really talked. Yeah. It was weird that he was um, at the search and he like asked him, he's like, what happened? Yeah. Like acting like he didn't know. So I don't know. Well, yeah, he asked what happened because he wants to see how far ahead the police are with the investigation. Exactly. And I love that you referred to him as creepy guy because yeah, I have him cre- yeah. written down here as creepy guy. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> On my right nose, here. I have creepy guy. Yeah, right here is creepy. And we, we didn't discuss this before, no. guys. Like, okay, so he's very, very creepy, creepy guy. Yeah, very it's a great creepy. adjective to describe him. <laughs> um, but creepy guy, yeah, I, it's just... I thought after the, the first episode, right at the end, like, we're learning all these characters, and then all of a sudden, creepy guy pops up. We're like, I'm like, oh my gosh, another? They're bringing in another into here? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's obviously, like, the ringleader uh, of the whatever is happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, the fact that he, how... I, I was just confused about how he was in the woods at the right, at the same moment the that Nina was in there that was checking scary. it out. Unless, I mean, she was obviously close to the bunker, so maybe he was just keeping eyes on the bunker and who was going there. Right. But that was just a very, um, I don't know. It was an easy way for her to get caught. I don't know. Like, the writing in, I don't know. Yeah. It was just No, I completely agree. He just happened to be there. Right. And because they've been doing this huge search all throughout the woods. So, like, once they stop, he just happens to see her there. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a little easy. But... Um, when she finds this bunker, they, after, you know, they cleaned up all the debris from being blown up, I guess, she goes in and she lays in a spot where she, I guess, could imagine Adam having laid. And you can see, like, the flames coming out of the thing just like a dragon. You know yeah. what I mean? So she thinks clearly she's found the spot. I kind of think that that's the spot. I think it's the spot, too. Oh, yeah. If there was a spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I know. No, <laughs> I thing. mean, the spot, it, if it was fake, it was very well executed and very well planned that, you know, the walls and him, like, that's why it's like, is is Adam really lying about this? Would you really want to sleep on the ground for the next, like, year of your life while you're trying to do this? Are you really that invested in whatever right. thing you're creating here? But, that's um, the biggest question we have to keep reminding yeah. ourselves is, like, what does he get out of this if he's exactly. not, not actually the real Adam? What does anyone get out of this? Yeah, what's what's the purpose of this, you I know? I guess that's... And, well, we'll find out. But when, when, <laughs> when Nina lays down there, though, yeah, I mean, she's a great detective for that. Because, I mean, would you guys just go into this bunker that someone's been living in for 10 years and just, that just shows no. that we're not cops, clearly. Right. We're not detectives. <laughs> yeah. We haven't gotten that. Because as soon as she lay there, it's like, you go, girl. You're oh, doing yeah. your job real well right now. Well, the second she even stepped her foot in, I was like, you should not be doing that. Like, send a cop in there. <laughs> You'll do that yourself. But yeah. I guess she's invested yeah, yeah. exactly so she i think she just help. i think she, she feels cares. 
kind of dumb, too, because she put this guy and got him to confess, and then she finds out that it was wrong. So I feel like she's extra invested, you know, mm-hmm. wanting to really figure it out and get it right. Yeah, yeah. And, and we see how at the end her boss basically is like, hey, like, you need to basically get off this case. We're bringing the FBI in right now so mm-hmm. that we have no ties as the police department detective to this case so that if we do find the killer, mm-hmm. or the killer, the, the capturer, yeah. um, if we do find him or her, then there's no way that they wouldn't get a, a conviction out of this. Exactly. And I think that was a very smart play yeah. on his part. Very mm-hmm. smart, because... These defense attorneys, I mean, they're just, they are, that's their job. They're oh, good yeah. at their job. So if you can eliminate any potential failure at the end, you, you should do it. But I feel right. bad for her. But kind of seeing what her character is like, she's not going to quit. She's no, gonna, she's right. going to still investigate. She's going to be a part of this. She's not going anywhere. She's not going to be like, all right, guys, see you later. I'm going right. to Bora yeah. Bora. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she might. You know? <laughs> One of the biggest things that kind of happened, or we learned in tonight's episode, is more about the DNA test. And one of the first scenes in the first episode, once they've found Adam or they, you know, he's come back, is her telling uh, Claire, like, they did a DNA test, we know it's him, yada, yada, yada. Nothing ever happens from that until later in the episode whenever Bridie, the reporter, tells her boss that she contacted the hospital that did the DNA test and the doctor doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. So... Okay, something's shady right there. And then tonight we learned that they outsourced the DNA test to a genetic testing lab, and that two days later, the doctor who performed the test committed suicide. Mm -hmm. So clearly, that's the first thing that I'm like, you go after the DNA test. They're literally just going off of Nina saying, we did the DNA test. I would think that, especially, which I guess Adam, not Adam, um, Danny, Danny, Mm -hmm. going after all of these things, he is you know, maybe leaning more toward that way because we see much later in the episode he goes to the dentist office to get his uh, records, mm-hmm. which I'm like, why would you keep, why would you put someone's dental records in a scrapbook for them? But, yeah. And also, like, also, what are you going to prove by his dental records? Are you going to look at his teeth? Yeah. But I guess it's something anyway. But I don't, it's just one of those things that I'm like, how are you not looking more into this? Yeah. Even on Nina's part, though. Yeah. Because it seems like they would look more into a DNA test. Yeah, well, I think probably on Nina's end is that she's de- trusting. I mean, everyone's trusting. Yeah. But she's trusting her department. She's trusting this information. Because on any other case, are you really going to go and have three people triple check a DNA test? Right. No, no you don't. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think with the family, though, I agree with you. I think the family should be more doing exactly what Danny's doing. You know, mm-hmm. as soon as he comes in, yes, you have the emotional feel. You're just so clouded with, I mean, our son's home after 10 years. Right. I get that part, being clouded by it. But then after a day or two, you're like, okay, well, let's just let's just double check that things are, you know, kind of in order. Instead of telling Danny basically to shut up and you're right. wrong and there's nothing wrong with him. But isn't that also... I almost get where they don't because isn't that offensive if he finds out like you don't believe it's me? Yeah. If it's actually him? I mean, I would be, you know, Didn't hurt he by hear that. that conversation? Yeah, he Wasn't did. he yeah. sitting on the stairs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is creepy. Yeah. That, yeah. He like, kind of creeps very, me out too. <laughs> well, he just does some weird stuff. I mean, like watching the video of him like saying that I, I think that was in the frosting. first Yeah, I, I want hated the frosting. That. <laughs> yeah. My name is Adam. I love, or whatever it was. Yeah. I'm like, oh gosh. And even the episode tonight, um, I think I said it earlier, it started with him in the kitchen and that's when he was opening things and doing whatever. And there I don't know, there's just there's so many questions that I wonder why they wouldn't, but I also get maybe why like the mom and dad wouldn't anyway. 
but even the brother, well, clearly brother and sister going after. Yeah. But while he was at the dentist trying to get the records, we learn that Sister Willa has already picked them up. Or, or so say or, yeah. Sister Willa, yeah. Right. But I don't know. So that's, she's just, she's shady. something is up with that. Yeah. Um, what else happened from tonight's episode that was huge? The closet. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So he is, thing. you know, they've kind of done, or he's back in his old room and everything, but he can't sleep in his real bed because he has to feel the walls. Mm-hmm. And I get him, you know, you're in a place for so long and you're thrown into something completely different. I almost get it, but it's also just strange. Yeah, well, I think the thing is with him, it's either, I think in all of our heads right now, it's like, is this kid just a really bad um, actor and trying to portray himself as not an actor, like as a no, him yeah. as an actor, but I'm saying him acting as Adam. Mm-hmm. Is he just doing it like a weird job and like really bad, or is he just really just uh, been scarred for the past ten right. years? And I mean, I get that him needing to sleep in the closet and all that stuff, but it's the way he's going about it and like the motions he does it, and mm-hmm. it doesn't seem. I, we keep using sort of genuine tonight, but it right. doesn't seem genuine. So that's why I think he's like faking who he really is. And yeah. it's like bad acting of who he is. Well, he even asks, um, whenever Nina comes to the house and she's talking about, like, we're going to find him, he walks in and says, well, what are you going to do to him? Are you going to hurt him? Uh, meaning his captor. And everyone seemed almost, like, shocked by that. But I'm I'm not shocked by it. Because I'm not that's, either. like, the number one thing that people yeah. say, you know, whenever someone is with a captor for so long, they end up kind Having of like oddly a- developing a relationship mm-hmm. with them. And so I don't necessarily think that that's the strangest thing mm-hmm. that he yeah, I don't think that's, wouldn't want that. I think we've watched all, have watched a lot of documentaries, oh, a lot of yeah. crime. We're I'm like, like, I know. We know what's going on. We won't go into that creepy tunnel, but we'll watch it on TV and we'll tell you what happens. Yes. You know. Basically psychologists yeah, over here, if go. I had to say. And Claire reacting to the closet was weird. Yeah. I think so far it's typical, you know, Claire fashion, though, yeah. That, yeah. that she wants this perfect little family. She wants her son to be normal. And so I'm going to lock this because if that ever leaks out that my son is, you know, sleeping on the floor, yeah. that's not good for, for my campaign or for anyone. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's also her wanting her son to be normal. So she has, right. I feel like everyone has these two sides. And I would just like one of them to just pick a personality. That made me like right. John more, too, is yeah. how he reacted. He, like, he went and let him in the closet. Oh, yeah. He yeah. kind of gets it. I think like that's why we like John though. Yeah. Because John, you you just know who what his personality mm-hmm. is. There's right. no like from day to day or situation to situation. I feel like he's he's acting yeah. who he is. Yeah. You know? Well, we also see another parent kind of protecting her son, and it's Hank's mom. Mm-hmm. You know, the first night that Nina came, or maybe the first night she went to uh, his house, and after. Willa had said she saw him speaking to Adam at the rally. She goes to his house and asks him if he was at the rally, and the mom kind of pops her head in and says, no, he was with me all night. We're just watching old movies. And then whenever Nina asked what the movie was, she shut the door in Mm -hmm. his face. But she's also the one who suggested, like, go make things right. We know that you you didn't do anything. So I think she just was trying to protect him by lying originally because she's like, People are automa- with your history. People are automatically going to go after you. But I didn't. I don't think that you did this. So make it right. Ben Claire had an equally as odd reaction to that. Him taking the muffins, but because he seems so, Hank seems like the person who would do something like that. If that makes sense. Like he's like, here are your muffins. I'm so sorry for what your family is going through. But he'd also. Well, I don't think this was until later. Like much after the muffins. 
when Claire like attacked him at this candlelight vigil and yeah. was like what did you do to my son and it's like they just the witch hunt was on him from the beginning so mm-hmm. his mom was trying to protect him but now we know his mom is no longer here because no one told him that whenever he was yeah, that in was jail that she up. died mm-hmm. did you notice so that Claire what set her off when he took her muffins was he said was oh yeah instead of is mm-hmm. so She's I think like, that like sparked like did you kill him and you're saying was because yeah. he's mm. dead well yeah that's yeah. just shooting a lot of emotions but going back to Hank's mother I think that I kind of think that she may have thought he did it mm-hmm. and I mean when she had kind of asked him like because you didn't do it like mm. she's never was like did you do it she right. was just like because you didn't do it kind of like right and like not really wanting to know the answer right in a sense either so it was either she was in denial who her son really was, but in turn, but subconsciously knows who he is. Right. And you're going to protect your child yeah. no matter what. You're a mother. And so I kind of think that she may have, maybe she's a part of, of something that to try to cover up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The mother. And it, I think it's a coincidence, too, that the mom happened to die right before he was released. Like, you're in jail for 10 years, and then they say your mom died, like, the week before you yeah. get released. That's just another weird coincidence. Like, yeah. oh, okay. Like, she couldn't have waited another week. Like, I've only been in here for 10, like... I don't know. I wonder how that part will unfold as far as her being, um, or her lying to the detective. I wonder if they'll make anything of it. Yeah, or or if it'll just disappear, kind of. Yeah, it probably will just disappear because it's not that big of a thing. But yeah, and she's already dead. So right, (laughs) or so they say. Anything else that we missed? Any major stuff? I think that was a lot. That was a a lot happening here. So much happening. Let's talk about some predictions. It's it's so early to say anything and I have so many predictions. I don't even know where to start. What what about y'all? What do you have? Um I have so many. Yeah. I um I am just I don't think he's Danny. Okay. I Adam. 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 We'll get it. We'll get it, guys. We will. I think something's up, and I think there's a lot of people involved, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see how that goes. But what I don't know, though, is if it's not Adam, then where is the real Adam? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I don't know, like, one yeah. prediction. Like, so many different things. Yeah. yeah. So I think, like I've been saying, well, first of all, with the whole Adam, Adam situation, they got a very good actor to play young and old Adam that makes it yeah. really seem like it's him. So that's kind of what's keeping me on edge that it may actually be the real Adam because of how much they look alike. But also it's just good casting. So right. great job with that. Everyone will just <laughs> yes. throw that out there. Good casting. But my prediction is just what I've been saying is I think there's some big conspiracy yeah. thing happening. I don't know what the conspiracy is about, though, but we'll have to know more history from um, from the mayor mm-hmm. more so. That there there's some correlation of her needing to rise to the ranks in politics mm-hmm. for whatever type of, of situation. I feel like there's a lot more people involved and we're going to be introduced to more characters as well. Um, and I think that it's it's all a, a ploy. It's all yeah. a plot. And there's something fishy. So I'm not buying that it's Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I literally go back and forth by the second as far as if it's Adam or not. Mm-hmm. Right at this moment, I'm thinking that it is him okay. and that someone stole him back then, but now things are happening and he's been like conditioned to be this way because I just I can't right now think of a reason why 
a kid would fake being another kid. Now, maybe he could be, like, a person, you know, who didn't have a family or, I don't know, something like that. And they're like, oh, if you do this, you'll get this very nice home Mm -hmm. and a family and everything. That's a possibility. But I can't think of a reason why he would do this Mm -hmm. without some sort. So that's why I think it is him. Mm -hmm. But my probably biggest prediction, I agree 100%. I think it's all a larger ploy. But I don't know of why it would have happened right then whenever she was running for just, like, city council, because it's just city council, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's valid. It's not valid. the hugest thing in the entire, like, <laughs> let's so steal right. your guts <laughs> and you can be elected. But I do think <laughs> that him, but see, then that makes me think that it's not him, because Thanks I think so that much. someone coming yeah. back My mind at changes. that time is, yeah. kind of, was set up. Well, well, I just was thinking, I'll make one more prediction yes. while we're here, is, or kind of a thought, is the fact that maybe... After a few years, he was conditioned to be like, okay, well, and like, we're going to train you and get you ready to come back to the family. But he has some type of, he's listening to his capture now because that, that person has been his family now. So like, okay, we're going to introduce you to this new family now. Mm-hmm. And this is what we need you to do for us while you're here in the family. So maybe he's going to like stab his own family in the back in a sense. Mm. And he's there for a certain reason, but it's actually him. Yeah. You know, but he was just trained to, okay, well, this is your mission type deal. And because like, oh, they stopped looking for you. So let's make you like super angry at them because you had to deal with all of this because of that. So maybe that is him then. And now he's like trying to make his way back into the family, but going to get the knife at the end somehow. I don't know. That's a good one. And suddenly Adam <laughs> becomes the creepy yeah. one. Oh my gosh. Adam does creep me out though. Oh yeah. Oh, 100%. Really does. <laughs> well, there are so many things that could happen, but I'm so excited to see so excited. what they are. Thank you all so much for joining us. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, everywhere at April Wissenhant. I'm Abby Vega, Instagram underscore Abby Vega, and Twitter is AVega5. And I'm Nadine Dallapella, and you can find me all over social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, wherever, at Nadine, DP, and the number three. Make sure you follow AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. Download on iTunes and SoundCloud. Be sure to rate and comment, because we definitely want to hear what you have to say. And we will see you all next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 